0: Welcome guys to the trying podcast. My name is Nanini and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the steps that I'll be taking to try and get over my fears and get out of my comfort zone. So ever since I can remember, I was a very expressive kid. I wouldn't hesitate sharing something or expressing my discomfort or disinterest in something. When my younger sister was born, I remember being really competitive and a bit jealous of her and i'd make sure it was clear when i felt left out the phrase on aqua which is kamba for me too was the most popular phrase i'd used to mostly let my family know that i wanted to share in whatever was going on from wanting a doll just like my sisters to also wanting to taste my mom's cooking I'd make sure it was clear, either verbally or expressively, which mostly included tantrums. As I grew older, I realized I could draw. Drawing became my outlet when I was feeling left out. I'd sit down, grab a pencil, open a book and start drawing cartoon characters. I was still expressing myself verbally when I had a point to make. But whenever I'd feel bored or left out, I'd immediately grab my pen and paper and get lost in my own world. When puberty hit, I remember feeling this huge change, always doubting myself whenever I wanted to participate in either a conversation or share an opinion or even ask a question. It's like I was a completely different person. I changed from being this loud, expressive girl who would play and interact with everyone to being this quiet, vulnerable girl who was very careful with who she chose to open up to. Like I mentioned in my previous episode regarding anxiety I never knew what to call this crippling feeling I'd get when a teacher asks me to answer a question in front of my classmates or when I'd get so scared and worried with traveling to shags to visit my relatives because I wasn't looking forward to my uncles and aunties asking me questions and expecting me to have a conversation with them which is something I had never been worried about before. As time went on, I dived more deep into my creative ways of expressing myself and started writing in journals. Expressing myself verbally to others made me so anxious that beforehand I'd practice the conversations alone in my head so that I wouldn't be caught off guard and panic when someone would ask me something. I remember as class 8 students, we'd go to school on weekends to prepare for final exams. One time at the end of a morning assembly, with the school principal he wanted someone to pray so that we break to class somehow in some way he turned to my direction and pointed at me i can't explain how anxious i felt my heart was racing everyone closed their eyes and waited i was sweating shaking and honestly they waited for quite some time before i actually got the words out but i was so anxious that the only words I managed to let out were, Let's pray. Oh God. That's it. That's all that came out. My mind was blank. I remember the principal picking someone else to pray, and me feeling so exposed and vulnerable, I ended up breaking down immediately after. This got worse when I lost my mum to cancer at the age of 15. The anxiety surrounding self-expression then merged with this new fear of losing somebody else close to me. I remember freaking out when I'd call out to someone and not get a response immediately. I'd immediately run to check on them to confirm that they were okay. When somebody at home was not feeling well, it would be such a trigger for me. I remember filling pages in my journal while in tears, trying to dump every thought and concern in my head on paper and fearing to talk to someone since I feared answering questions that would make me have to share my thoughts and feelings. This is something I'm currently working towards handling. I realize that it's normal to care and worry about people you care about. What I am trying to work towards is not being fearful every second, thinking that this might be the last time I talk to this person. Expressing myself reached a level where I would quote unquote black out during a conversation because I'd be so deep in my mind thinking of what to add to the conversation such that I'd end up forgetting whatever was happening altogether. My family ended up coining the term June's happy place in reference to me being in this state. This does still happen, but it's less often now since I've been consciously trying to verbally express myself to others more often. The last anxiety trigger experience I'll be sharing involves a fire at home. It happened so quickly. My sister and I were in the house and we started hearing this noise, getting closer and closer. Wondering what this was, we opened the front door and I couldn't believe it. A massive fire was burning our fence. Keep in mind at this time, the shrubs and grass were dry, so the fire spread so fast. Since our fence tends to overgrow, the fire had grown to as tall as above our house. I was panicking so much, but I had to act fast. With the help of the neighbours, we tried putting off the fire from both sides of the fence and eventually, after almost an hour, succeeded. I found out later how the fire started. A neighbour forgot to check back on a small contained fire they had started, but with the dry grass, the fire spread fast and got to our fence. What I didn't realise was the effect that experience would have on me. I suddenly got so sensitive to the smell of smoke that even when I'd get a whiff of smoke, I'd rush outside the compound and make sure I know where the smoke is coming from. I lost sleep for almost a month after this experience. Living in an environment where smoke is inevitable, I was restless, peeping through the window every hour, walking constantly around the compound. I couldn't rest. I'd be seated working but in the back of my mind stay alert every time our dog barks, when I hear a commotion outside or when I smell smoke. It messed with my mind. This is still an issue I'm working on a year later. Even earlier today, I had to walk out and confirm where some smoke was coming from since I would be so restless if I left it unchecked. I have been making some positive strides comparing with how I was in the beginning. I realize that I don't have a solution or answer to everything I'm dealing with. But what helps me on a day to day is being conscious of the now. Not obsessing over something, but being aware of the present moment and being grateful. My faith is another thing that has greatly influenced my recovery process. I love this verse, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I also mentioned in my prioritized episode how I've consciously made the choice to appreciate my family and friends and let them know that I care for them frequently. I'm at a place now where I've slowly gained back my confidence for expressing myself verbally. I had gotten to a place where I wouldn't look people in the eye, but that has not changed. I also go a step further and try to be the one initiating a conversation instead of anxiously waiting to be involved. Presently, I can honestly say that I've gotten to a point where I can call myself a confident and expressive person. I have a few kinks I'm still working on, don't we all? But I'm taking it a day at a time. So all I have to do now is keep trying. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Hopefully you'll be joining me every Tuesday for new episodes of the Trying Podcast. Stay safe guys. Bye.